Public Health reports 102 COVID-19 cases for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are 871 active cases of COVID-19 in the Cayman Islands. Six patients are currently hospitalized for COVID-19-related causes, four of whom are unvaccinated. There are three new cases in the sister islands with active cases currently at 12. The seven-day rolling average for June 20th is 51. The leader of the opposition asks the premier in an open letter for additional assistance for families and businesses hit hardest by rising prices. Your government's ending of the pension holiday and the health insurance assistance given to small businesses are of particular concern. The Honorable Roy McTaggart says both of those programs are set to expire at the end of June. Increasingly, my colleagues and I are hearing from constituents about the hardship this will present as they are unprepared for this cost at this time of rising prices and with key parts of the economy still struggling to recover. As a matter of urgency, I urge you and your colleagues to reconsider the decision to end these two programs and instead extend them to the end of the year. Mr. McTaggart also made other recommendations, including increasing the stipend paid to retired seamen, veterans, pensioners, and those dependent on financial assistance from the government, reducing import duties on gas and diesel for six months, and continuing COVID stipends. Radio Cayman's request for an official government response to the leader of the opposition's letter had not been provided by Newstime. An amendment bill in the House brings the constituency assistance for MPs under the oversight of the Parliamentary Management Commission. Tabling the bill in the House this month, Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton reminded MPs the Parliament Management Act implemented back in 2020 was the legislation that set up the Parliament system, replacing Cayman's previous Legislative Assembly. And that was intended to include the appointment of all staff members So the Parliamentary Management Commission created by the Parliament Management Act 2020 would have the power to hire and to appoint the various staff members relevant to the activities of Parliament. However, Mr. Panton says, due to a, quote, slight deficiency in language, the parliamentary constituency assistants were not covered under the principal act. The bill will, as noted, regularize the appointment of constituency assistance and create a level playing field for their uh, in relation to their contractual arrangements. The Premier says this is an important piece of housekeeping legislation. I think I can speak for every member of this Honourable House when I say that constituency assistance play an integral and extremely important role in their representation of their constituents and the ability for them to carry out their role as a representative of those constituents most effectively. The bill passed into law with support on both sides of the floor. Local bar owners could be catching a break as government looks to revamp a system that has put them at a disadvantage to their seven-mile corridor counterparts. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. Red Bay MP Sir Alda McLaughlin tabled a private member's motion in Parliament this month asking government to consider amending the Music and Dancing Control Act to include licensed bars as premises that are allowed to play background music to be enjoyed by patrons on a Sunday, provided the music can't be heard outside the boundaries of the establishment. He pitched this amendment to the act as a way to level the economic playing field. The law proceeds on the premise that music and dancing are not permitted on licensed premises on Good Friday, Christmas Day, or Sunday. But then it goes on in subsection two of the act 
to provide a number of carve-outs or exceptions to that general rule. Mr. McLaughlin says the reality is bars and restaurants on the Seven Mile Strip are allowed to play music on those days, but local bars, which are Caymanian-owned, aren't allowed to even have background music, putting them at a competitive disadvantage. You're not allowed to have music at, say, Country and Western on a Sunday evening, but you can get in your car and go on the West Bay Beach and any bar or, or restaurant there are able to have music. And so, Mr. Speaker, there, there is no, as I can see, there is no underlying premise for having the distinction between standalone bars and restaurants or hotels. Financial Services Minister the Honorable Andre Ebanks told MPs figures from the Department of Commerce and Investment show there are 58 licensed standalone bars in Cayman. Our intention is to take a, a comprehensive look at the issue because you not only have to take the standalone bar owners into account, you do have to take in consultation from the stakeholders. In addition to that, the other missing portion in the legislation, which should probably feature in secondary legislation, is how you measure the noise to ensure it doesn't disturb the neighbor and whether there needs to be decimal levels raised in regulation so you can measure. Mr. Ebank says his government fully supports the motion, which passed in the House. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Turning to police news now, an investigation underway for a crew road hit and run. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. Police and other emergency services reported a two-vehicle collision involving a motorcycle and a motor car that took place on Crew Road in the vicinity of Palmdale just before 9.30 p.m. on Sunday. It was reported that the driver of a red sedan motor car involved fled the location following the collision. The motorcyclist was transported to the Cayman Islands Hospital by ambulance, where he is currently receiving treatment for serious but non-life-threatening injuries. The roadway was closed overnight while the scene was being processed, but has since been reopened. Sometime later, it 30-year-old woman of Georgetown was arrested and bailed pending further investigation. The collision is being investigated by police and witnesses are being encouraged to provide information by calling the Georgetown Police Station at 949-4222 or the Traffic and Roads Policing Unit at 649-6254. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. You may also provide tips via the RCIPS Confidential Tip Line at 947-7777 or anonymously on rcips.ky. Meanwhile, police are investigating an armed robbery that took place in Georgetown shortly after 4 a.m. today on Martin Drive. It was reported that a man was leaving a location there when he was approached by another man unknown to him. The second man brandished a firearm at the first and demanded cash from him. He then fled the location with a quantity of cash. No shots were fired during the incident and no injuries were reported. The suspect was wearing a long-sleeved gray shirt, a gray hat, and had his face covered. In other local news, Health City Cayman Islands partners with Ocean Med to perform the first robotic surgery in the Cayman Islands. Here's Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins with more. Health City Cayman Islands introduces robotic-assisted laparoscopic surgeries using the Da Vinci X surgical system. The first robotic-assisted laparoscopic surgery in the Cayman Islands took place on May 7th at the Health City Cayman Islands. The partnership will see Ocean Med obstetrician and gynecologist Dr. David Stone utilize the Da Vinci robotic system to perform a wide variety of minimally invasive gynecologic surgeries with the assistance of Health City specialists, 
gynecologist Dr. Pooja Montero and anesthesiologist Dr. Susan Paul. The robot can assist in performing resection of endometriosis, myomectomies, pelvic organ prolapse repairs, and hysterectomies through incisions smaller than the width of a finger. Robotic-assisted minimally invasive surgeries reduce the potential for bleeding, lower the risk of infection, decrease the risk of injury to other tissue organs, reduce post-operative pain, and result in shorter recovery times when compared to open surgeries. While currently offering the ability to perform these exclusive styles of minimally invasive gynecological surgeries, Health City is planning to broaden the scope of robotic-assisted surgery to bariatric and gastrointestinal surgeries, as well as for urologic procedures. For Radio K-Man News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. And finally in the news. I am Angelina Brown, contestant number eight, hailing from the vibrant district of West Bay. I'm contestant number six, but you may call me Miss Chloe Paridoxy. I am Haley Nicole Grizel, your contestant number five. The eight young women vying for the title of Miss Kim and Allen's Universe 2022 formally received their sashes over the weekend. The ladies received official sashes from their sponsors at the sashing event held at Grand Old House on Saturday night. During the event, each contestant spoke about their chosen platform. Among distinguished guests, Tourism Minister the Honorable Kenneth Bryan. The greatest aspect of competing in Miss Kim Allen is that you don't have to win to reap the benefits of this competition. There are many rewards that each participant will gain from their experience. They will learn valuable life skills such as public speaking and community skills and communication skills, self-discipline, self-assurance and determination. I know the committee is working hard to ensure that these ladies are judged not only on their beauty but their competence and their God-given talents and of course their intelligence. Minister Bryan, along with committee chairperson Derry Dakers-Lee, also revealed efforts are being made to host the International Miss Universe pageant in the Cayman Islands. And we have been working very hard. So the, the goal is really to get the, the Miss Universe pageant uh, held here in 2024. And so there's lots of work to do uh, prior to that. But yeah, that's just going to be a, a real achievement for us. And we're really looking forward to that. So the committee is going to hit the ground running like next week to make this happen. Pageant sponsors were also in attendance. The Miss Kim Allen's Universe competition is slated for August 6th, 7 p.m. at the Westin. Reigning queen Georgina Kerford will crown her successor at the grand finale. You can keep up with the 2022 Miss Kim Allen's Universe contestants by checking out facebook.com forward slash Miss Kim Islands. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.